Welcome to More Morgulons. I'm the host of More Morgulons. Crystal Clear. I'm glad you're here. Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? Well, I'm walking along with the game star. Me, a Morgan. Now I have to be a TI as well. What the fuck? Like, this was not a twist I saw coming. When I learned what targeted individuals were, I was like, crazy. Turns out, yeah. Um, this is a big fucking conspiracy or some shit. Maybe. I don't know. I really. No We gotta talk. This is testing me, y'all. I think I'm being gang stalked by UFOs. Um, yeah, I just said that. (laughs) Lots of news to cover today, listeners. NASA has joined the investigation into UFOs. Uh, Boy, have I got a treasure trove of things to spam their civilian reporting hotline with. Oh wait, there isn't a hotline. I think the CDC needs to get in on the UFO investigation. It doesn't seem like they're fucking doing anything else useful these days. Monkeypox, anyone? I truly think there might be something to the CDC study of Morglons overlapping with this ATIP investigation of unidentified aerial phenomena. Hey, listen, I know I sound crazy. As much as I don't want to air my dirty Morgulon-filled laundry with new reports of being gang-stalked. I have to be true to myself. I have to stick with the facts of reality, even when it's so surreal. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a great article that Abby from New York recommended to me. Very interested to share it with you. March 6, 2022, Life Magazine. The title of the article is Impossibly Big Bacteria Rattle the Field of Microbiology. A gigantic bacterium evolved differently than fundamental models of biology would have predicted. Simply put, these bacteria shouldn't exist. Huh, kind of like the shit on my face shouldn't exist. Are these crazy megabacteria? Maybe that could explain why... I so often see organisms in my skin, in my environment, that look a lot like certain, certain, well, for instance, nematodes. Yet, these organisms are supposedly microscopic. But the things I'm seeing, well, I'm seeing them with my eyes, aka macroscopic. There's so much we still don't know about the natural world and the unnatural one. Let's get the key takeaways here. Due to physical limitations, bacterial cells are very small. However, a newly discovered species of bacteria is so large that it can be seen with the naked eye. It also contains a DNA-containing nucleus, a structure thought not to exist in bacteria. According to bedrock biological theories, these bacteria simply shouldn't exist. 
1977, the Monera Kingdom crumbled. It was a young kingdom, only about 50 years old, consisting of bacteria and similar microbes. It also was the most populated kingdom ever to exist. Scholars often attribute the downfall to Carl Rose, an American microbiologist and biophysicist who, through genetic analysis, discovered that the borders of the Monera Kingdom were drawn incorrectly. In addition to crumbling the kingdom, Rose's uh, finding transformed the tree of life, a family tree of all species on Earth. Consequently, the former kingdom and its citizenry were separated into two domains, bacteria and archaea. And now, a new finding that has rattled the field of microbiology might hint that we are on the verge of another crumbling empire. This time, it is due to a species of unusually big bacteria named the magnificent sulfur margarita. <sighs> Technically, the species of big bacteria is named Thiomargarita magnifica, which could also be transla translated big sulfur pearl, but margarita is cooler. A couple years ago, however, it did not have a name. Only a handful of scientists knew it existed, and they had no idea it was a bacterium. Olivier Gross, a marine biologist at the University of the French Antilles, noticed centimeter-long white strands hmm, attached to submerged mangrove leaves. At the time, he suspected it was fungi, but did not recognize the species. Only about 7% of fungi have been characterized, so Gross collected a sample and took it back to his lab. Gross's graduate student, Jean-Marie Voland, began analyzing the unusual organism, and things got weird. According to the study, which is still in preprint and needs to be verified by peer review, early experiments suggested the organism was a denizen of the bacteria domain, but it was 50 times larger than the biggest bacterium ever discovered, big enough to see without a microscope. That is supposed to be impossible, or so it would seem based on the diffusion constraint hypothesis, which posits that bacteria are size limited due to the rate of nutrient diffusion. The bacterium grows as centimeter-long white strands, 50 times larger than the biggest bacterium ever discovered. Guys, these things look like white strands with bands. Kind of like my hair. Um, the big bacteria break another big rule. They have something resembling a nucleus and a special DNA-containing compartment that is the defining structure of eukaryotic cells. Um, those are our cells. Whoa, what the hell? Somehow, these big bacteria have taken a very strange evolutionary turn, one that would not be predicted by any existing theory. In other words, these big bacteria shouldn't exist. Well, speaking of things that shouldn't exist... Morgulons. After a relatively long period of no changes, the morgues are rearing their ugly heads on my head. So the Morgulon lesion, the permalesion that I have on my face um, for Morgulons, is getting deeper and bigger so yeah big news there not a surprise um this shit never goes away as far as i can tell what is a surprise however is the fact that since about may 8th i've seen unidentified flying objects in the sky every single day and night usually um usually more than once a day and if you're not seeing this stuff look up um look up I don't know if you live anywhere near me, if this is happening in your town, in your city, but there are a lot of UFOs <laughs> in the sky lately, and a lot of military aircraft, and I think that that has some kind of relationship to one another. Um, in other weird news, uh, I think I mentioned in a recent episode how there's this inexplicable um, back and forth going on between me and my landlord. Uh, it's been... Let's see, I think I'm on 17 days now without air conditioning. It is fucking summer in Atlanta, y'all. It's hot. Right now, it is about 80 degrees in my house. 
Um, yes, 17, 18 day. I think this is the 18th day. I've had no air. Before that, I had no power for several days, uh, several times. So yesterday, I've been waiting on this part supposedly to get the air fixed. The guy comes yesterday and fixes it. Well, it's not really fixed. So I call him last night. I'm like, it's not fixed. Comes back today and he's like, somebody undid all of the new wiring I put in yesterday and hooked it back up to the old wiring. And I'm like, what? Is my landlord so crazy that they would actually pay a repairman to come out to fix something and then would climb up on the roof themselves to unfix it just to terrorize me and make me move for some reason? I've not done anything. Y'all, it's just inexplicable. It's just inexplicable weirdness. I don't know if the landlord did it. I don't know who did it. I'll tell you one thing that's even weirder. There's like weird white fibers that look kind of like hairs coming out of the wiring that there's something going on. There's something strange going on. And that is why perhaps NASA has agreed to join the investigation. Yes, that's right. This week they announced that they would be joining the investigation into the UFOs that have been reported by military personnel and captured on multiple different sensors such as camera, radar, infrared. These flying objects do not behave as though they are governed by the natural laws that we at this time believe dictate what is possible in reality. So, so starting this fall and lasting for nine months, I don't know what kind of baby they are cooking at NASA with this investigation. I kind of feel like it might be just a big charade to say, yeah, we looked into it. There's nothing there. Kind of like the CDC when they studied Morgulons. Um, there's definitely something there. You guys seriously look up at the sky. But you may want to do it from indoors since we are being inundated with Saharan dust, COVID, monkeypox. <sighs> Who the fuck knows, man? Um, I wish I was being uh, an alarmist or a conspiracy theorist, but like, no, these are really real things that are happening. And can I tell you how irresponsible it is for the CDC to act like there's no possibility that monkeypox is airborne or that, hmm, maybe the virus that is mysteriously infecting all of the Western countries and allies that would be the would-be foes of China and Russia. Not interesting to anyone at the WHO, at the CDC, at the State Department, at the Pentagon, I don't know. Um, it really, really seems like we are under attack <laughs> in an invisible war with China. Flood the land, hack the grid, send the dust. Oh, the poison dust. You know, you guys, the only thing that I can say about what is happening in my life and in the world is that it is too much. It is too much. <sighs> and yet, it is not too much to bear if there be war on the horizon. Well, then I'm a warrior. If I'm being gang-stalked by UFOs, well, take me to the mothership, motherfucker. The most important thing is that I'm not scared and I don't feel sorry for myself. Even though I have great compassion for myself and all other human beings who are stuck in this dipshit experience called the human condition. Sorry guys, it's just, it's really hot in here. Alright, thanks for listening. Stay tuned.